0: Yo, 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 welcome to Crate 808 and another little sneak peek on what is going on on the Crate 808 Patreon. And this week we went back Into the Doom catalogue with my man John Bass from Notorious POD to talk about one of his favourite tracks, Figaro. So it's the Why I Love series. Here we go again. Every month we do these. So patreon.com forward slash crate808 if you want to get a bit of dose of Dilla, a bit of woo, a bit of doom, and some live chats and some polls and just some geeking out, some rap nerding out. If you want some of that, go sign up, enjoy what is coming up right now, and go check out Notorious POD as well, wicked podcast. And anyone who loves Mad Villainy, anyone who loves Mad Lib, you're going to enjoy this one. Let's go. Boom. Notorious POT, John Bass is in the house. Uh, welcome, my friend. Uh, I was going to say, this is a series we've been doing, right? And it's uh, Why I Love. And we're doing a Doom edition and a Dill of edition, right? So I asked you, and like, a, like an idiot, I left you out of my Doom tribute, which I'll never forget, forgive myself for. So I yeah, said. Yeah,
1: and I never, I'll never let you forget it as well. <laughs> every, time, every time it comes up, I'm always like, oh, cheers for the invite. Or the little eye emoji, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah, it's all the little eye emoji. That's it. So, yeah. so I knew that now I know that you love Doom. I thought, right, why? Why do you love Doom? And what song do you want to bring on to express that joy and love? And uh, John, you emailed me and said, you want to do Figaro from Mad Villainy mm. 2004. Tell me why. Why is this the song you love? I know you love all the others, but why is this one of them?
1: Yeah, I mean, like you say, when you ask, it's like, being asked your favorite Prince song or favorite Michael Jackson song when you've got like an entire catalog of genius, it's very difficult to like isolate one thing. Mm. But I'm always a firm believer in these things when people say like, what's your favorite movie, right? People always try and think of like a a great movie that everyone appreciates and loves, right? And I think Mm. there's a difference between what you think is the best and what's your personal favorite, right? And so when you think about your favorite, it's the one that you listen to a lot, it's the Mm. one you go to or the first one you think of. And as Mm. soon as you said to me, doom, like the first thing that I thought of that gave me that emotional reaction of like, I can sort of feel the first time I heard it and was like, what is this? Like, this is just amazing was Figaro. And so I just thought, yeah, I'd actually really like to talk about that. And, and the album itself was, was one of the, um, one of the moments where I really started to discover a layer of hip hop that previously hadn't really been known to me Mm, or hadn't, I hadn't really explored enough um, and so, yeah, it just it just gave me a lot of positive memories. So I thought, well, let's do this. That's interesting. What was it then? What were you listening to before this? Before you heard
0: Figaro and Mad Villainy, what was like? Were you into what South like music, Southern hip hop, or still was it strictly boom Back, Woo. What what were you into before this?
1: Yeah, it was it was basically like I would because I so I'm thirty. I forgot how old I am. I'm thirty five, right? So, <laughs> I I, so I kind of I guess I'm as a kid, like growing up, I was like in the sort of peak to me anyway like east coast has always been my favorite boom bap hip-hop so when the woo and like uh, the infamous and Mm. you know even like biggie and you know later on when when they were kind of at their pomp I was kind of too young to appreciate it right so I kind of was like that little bit too young you know Mm. I was kind of 10 11 12 it's like it's on the periphery and I remember the first time I really ever came across hip-hop was around that time which was my brother had the Wu Tang thirty six chambers front cover poster, but it was like the door length one, so it was wow. massive. Come on. And I just just I just remember um, Almost being like frightened of it because it's just like they yeah. just look so menacing, it's right? And you're a little kid. Yes. And you're just like, what is this? And then you know you just hear like, bring the ruckus from my brother's bedroom that mm. just smelt of like weed and thinks Africa, <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> <"Fuck>, this is, <laughs> I was like, this is incredible. And his room was just filled with posters, and it was all just like mm. golden era. History. There was like a, a demo basically of Mad Villainy, the whole album that was mm. leaked like on YouTube, and one of the main things about the sort of Figaro the difference between Figaro and the, the sort of eventual track that was released was the speed. So it was a lot yes. lot faster and his delivery was a lot more, I guess, rushed. Well, urgent, it's quite com- it? Yeah. Urgent. And it's quite, it's quite com. I like all this stuff. It's quite complex w- wordplay to be able to deliver it in an unusual placing of, of words. Yeah. So to do that at speed is more difficult. And what I thought was really interesting about that live performance you mentioned is it was, it was actually even more slowed down than the version that's on Mad Villainy, just slightly from a lot mm. for a live performance, I I guess to allow time for breathing and performance, but it sounds even more just gully and raw because it does give him a bit more time to like, to land in diff- slightly different places yeah, yeah, you're and it right. just sounds amazing so i definitely yeah urge people to go and check that that performance out because it's incredible i don't
0: know why but i like reading youtube comments i like just seeing what people say <laughs> underneath videos yes
1: yeah. you know yeah.
0: sometimes some funny shit uh, right so there's loads of doom stuff and obviously lots of great like little takes and that but my favorite john was this one that i saw from a guy called dina fritz and he says his sounds his voice sounds like a freshly baked loaf of bread and i thought that's perfect that's perfect to describe doom on figaro it does sound like bread yeah (laughs) what are we doing with this podcast
1: it's It's warm doom sounds like bread but but there's a there's a hint of crustiness about it yeah but not not too crusty where it's unpleasant it's just that perfect you know that crunch yes that's what you need yeah exactly the thing that i always think of when i think of figaro in terms of bars Mm. and actually i think this is true of all artists and i've heard a few other rappers talk about this before is if you can write the first line of your track and make that a memorable line Mm -hmm. the rest of the track just falls into place right and it's like there's so many um good examples there's a war going out gonna going on outside no man is safe from right as soon as you hear that you're like fuck this is going to be absolute flames yeah and the first lyric, the rest is empty with no brain but the clever nerd, the best MC with no chain that you ever heard. See you later. I mean that what? see you later. <laughs> thanks thanks for coming. <laughs> what? What? You could
0: spend um, so long on that. And I did. And I was just sitting yeah. there going, Oh, like like what he's meaning is like the everyone else is brainless and he's the clever nerd. And the hmm. best MC with no chain you ever heard. But I was like, "But is it no chain because he's got like he doesn't like wearing chains?" But then the but the track is called Figaro, which is about chains. So maybe yeah. it's that reference where it's it, yeah. You could you could <laughs> just be sitting here for ages, couldn't you?
1: Really with that. And it's and it's just yeah. It's that it's that level of like uh, creating this like this uh, emotion of like uh, this character again because i I was the same as you i was like well he's basically saying yeah like i'm smart the others aren't smart and i'm a clever nerd which is kind of like a nerd in hip-hop most of the time is derogatory yeah but he's using it in like a positive way like yeah i'm the clever nerd and then he's like i'm the best mc with no chain that you ever heard, yeah. <laughs> just, but, and also, like, just sounds—it sounds so like beautiful when he's when he just about it.
0: to say. It's not even just the words; it's the way he says them when he comes in. You're you're completely right. It sets the stall out for this just absolute tan- just crazy tandem of like rhyming on this beat which i don't think is well, it's quite easy to rhyme on, i suppose but you know it's still it's the way he the the god level flow of the situation yeah. like that's i think a lot of people talk about his flow some people don't like it some people do but for me on this track it's when it just keeps going you know when you hear something you're like oh mm-hmm. he's gonna keep going then he's going in and going and going and it's like it's the the real crescendo of it is that um is it, i can't even rhyme it but it's the quills toast no pills post no bills joe mm. and the fact that he goes joe Schmo's flows ill and i was like who's joe Schmo?" oh are you joe Schmo, Schmo <laughs> yeah doom's calling himself joe Schmo, and like oh coast to coast oh man just so fucking dope for some reason i don't know what it like you know he said you can still get yeah. bits out and he's like going, i hit I, I, you feel him in your heart chakra and I was like, right. I mean, that is that is the essence of everything. I felt that. You know what I mean? And then he says, start, yeah. sh- start shit stopper. So wait, you yeah. the, the people who start shit, you're stopping them. And it's just a, how his mind is wired is really yeah. odd. I'd love to have just sat with a conversation and think, like like fair munch but he came on up on it was like oh yeah we just sat down in in paris and we talked about technical rapping i might imagine that chat like what would you two what like how is his brain wired to call himself the shot start shit stopper and be a smart shop be a smart shopper don't know what that means Um, and is that yeah
1: yeah, i mean that that was the one i was like is that start shit stopper which is hard enough to say just speaking it um be a smart shopper is that a reference to like? P- people buy in music. Like, don't just buy the stuff that's because a lot of this is like yes. I'm Joe Schmo and I'm a clever nerd. And it's like maybe it's like a kind of like don't just buy other shit because it's out there. Yeah, like, be a smart shopper and buy my shit. But I
0: laughed laughed out loud, spitting out tea the other day when I that landed again so differently for me when it was like uh, <laughs> take her for a master's here once and shake her hand on some old oh, thank you thank you ma'am and ghost her and then she can mind the toaster. Is she signs the poster, Like, like so what, what does that mean? Is he talking about the gun? Is he talking about a toaster? Is he talking about a poster on his bed? You know, that like post on his bed, like he's, he's hit it, now she can sign it by putting a notch on there. Or is she going to sign? I do not know. But Anita Baker, he's got this thing with her and I love it. But do you know the one that gets me every single time? Because I feel, and it is poetry, like how you put these words together to say... Off pride tykes talk wide through scar meat. Scar meat.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. So, (laughs) right. (laughs) Off Pride, what does that mean? Are they a Pride Alliance? Are they off? Are they outside? Are they uh, are they young? Again, you can go down that role, road for ages. That's what we're doing this for, this podcast, mm. is to do this. But then talk wide through Scar meat, And that's just like they're talking, chatting shit with a busted lip or something. And I was like, that is just, yeah. I just love the way he puts that together. And I don't know, but it's just one of the moments for me where I'm like, Doom, you're so good. You're so good.
1: And then like that, the, the follow-up line, that offside's like how walk wharf rides with starfleet
0: because it's a klingon isn't it it's a klingon <laughs> yeah. And he's on the, yeah
1: yeah yeah it's just in <laughs> what off sides as in, yeah on the opposing side it's like fucking hell yeah what? absolutely who yeah even, offsi-
0: yeah, yeah, offsi- yeah yeah yeah
1: who even thinks like that who's going i need to get a starfleet reference in it <laughs> what how do i but- i'll tell you what i'll set it up with Scarmy. <laughs> me Scar-Me.
0: but it works it works beautifully it really yeah works. it does it really yeah works. 2004 figaro comes uh-huh. out Right? But also in 2004 what happened was Tottenham Hotspur bought a certain hmm. man called Jermaine Defoe, my friend, which I'm hmm. sure you remember very well, who went on to become player of the year. Would you say <laughs> Spurs don't <laughs> Spurs don't buy Jermaine Defoe, but you get okay. to keep Figaro? or you do buy him? Oh. And and you get and I think you might have bought Michael Brown that season, mate. So always remember, Michael Brown is, you can get Michael Brown in this freebie.
1: <laughs> Free. I mean, to be honest, you know, if, if we're just left with Michael Brown as a summer signing, that is quite it's quite a concern. Um, True. I mean, look, it's, it's really difficult because, um, again, I'll go back to my previous statement about Prince and Michael Jackson, right? If you picked mm. one song, even if it's your favourite song from their catalogue, you're still left with an unbelievable amount. brilliant stuff and you yeah you've got you've got more you've got more um you've got more time to appreciate other songs that maybe you haven't good point so so sometimes right it's it uh, to use the football analogy sometimes you have a star player right and you sell that star player and you reinvest in other players and i feel like if you sold the star player in figaro it would give me more time to invest in other songs (laughs) that i always very good i always miss because (laughs) Mm. plus um We were absolutely trash until we signed Jermaine Defoe. And, you know, I know there's a lot of um, fans of Figaro, but there are a lot of fans globally of Spurs that would be very disappointed if they're like, do you remember that guy, John Bass, who had the chance to to sign Jermaine (laughs) Defoe and instead he wanted a song from MF Doom, this guy we've never heard of. Uh, There would be riots in in N17. I'd never be able to show my face there again.
0: So there you go, MF Doom's Figaro on the hit list. It's been checked off, one of the best Doom tracks in my opinion. Um, I hope you enjoyed that little geek out in Mad Villainy, talking about Madeline, those bars. Uh, So if you did enjoy that, we drop one of these every month for our Patreon users. Uh, Also, we drop some Wu-Tang flavour. We're going through every Ghostface solo album. Uh, We've we're up to bulletproof wallets in December, and we've done the other two. So if you sign up, you can get all that good hip-hop flavour in your ear. So patreon.com forward slash crate808. Go to crate808.com just to check all our general vibes. And yes, we'll catch you soon. Spread the word. Big up boom.